0: life the word is life podcast welcome to the word is life the word is life podcast welcome to the word is life the word is life podcast. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spees in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, season two, episode 30. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for making the What is Life podcast a part of your daily routine, your evening routine whenever wherever however you're choosing to listen to this podcast right now i just want to say thank you i love you because without you trust me this moment in time this space that we're sharing this experience that we're having would not even exist without you so thank you for being so loyal always pulling up always being a part of the show making it what it is because you are life and we're speaking life here at the What is Life Podcast. And you already know I gotta shout out to Pal Pullin for always pulling up. Still has yet to miss an episode of season two. You know, he has to pull up and get these good vibrations. And you know, he he exudes good vibes as well because I mean, hey, he is here with me right now. Just like you are. So thank you to However you contribute, however you support, it really does go a long way. Especially with the production and the frequency at which these podcasts are released. Now, I'm not sure how familiar you guys are with the vampire culture. But my dad is terrified of vampires he will not watch a vampire movie couldn't tell you why because there are a lot more scarier things to me when it comes to like horror and shit like that than vampires maybe you know now the Sagittarius People that I've met, they all tend to be, you know, when it comes to love, they're either afraid of it or they're all in. But if they feel like they get betrayed, when it comes to love, you know, they could hold, they could hold some, some bad energy. Right, so they can always become enraged when they think of that person, and maybe it's because they don't know how to to they don't know how to release that fire, or what. I couldn't tell you, but when it comes to love matters, they're passionate, but they don't know how to express that passion very well. If that makes sense, like they love you. But they'll, they are hard pressed to, you know what I mean, say it vocally. But they'll show it through their actions, if you will. And when it comes to vampires in love, when it comes to being sired by a vampire, it's usually out of love. It's usually because they want that bond. But once a vampire finds a reason to love you anymore, you know shit can get real. Because once you're sired, You want to be of service to your master. You want to serve your master. And in this life, when we look at desires, You're either a slave to your desires or you're a master of your desires. But this life is fueled by desire. We all have a natural desire to live. We all have a natural desire to breathe. These are addictions that we can never get rid of. And sometimes our desires can lead us to addictions. Because we don't know how to become a master of what we are slaves to. And in this life, we live and dwell in a land of temptation. It doesn't matter where you're at in the world, something is tempting you. Like if it's a sunny day out, the sun is beaming on you. It is shining on your forehead. You feel that sweat starting to come to the surface of your pores and start sliding down your face. And the next thing you know, you're sweating profusely. Your armpits start sweating. You're like, damn, it's hot. Fuck. You're going to start thinking of water. You're going to start thinking of, man, I need shade. You're tempted to find shade. You're tempted to change your environment. Are we aware of that though? Do we know that though? Some say this is the devil's playground. But if you Further research to devil, uh, you find the word Lucifer, and then you realize that Lucifer means light bearer. And in the morning time, as we refer to the dawn of day, as the sun is peaking, getting rid of the darkness that was once night, we see the sun bringing light, bearing light. Bringing light, causing a new day. And as righteous and as godly as you would like to appear and to be, and would like to live, sometimes you come off to other people as the devil. Some view the devil as something that is holding you back. Something that is stopping you from progressing forward. An illusion, if you will. To give up something for the desire. And then once you obtain that desire, you realize, hey, shit wasn't worth it. For example, I don't know how many of you, I don't know how many of you have ever tried a fast. The longest fast I've done was three days. And those days, I swear I had great mental clarity. Because I was drinking nothing but water. I did this voluntarily because I wanted to see the effects. would have on the body healing properties if you will getting rid of all the toxins and junk that i'd be filling my body with (laughs) you know it's important especially if you view your body as a temple like i do But during this fast, I was tempted naturally because it was a test of will to see if I could overcome my desires, my desires of eating, (laughs) eating like foods I know I want just because I'm bored or just because I have an impulse. You know, not everything should be acted on and I'm over here acting on every impulse of hunger because I'm bored or because I see an ad and it looks good. So I was able to understand what hunger really is. I did the fast twice, the three-day fast. I want to do it for 12 days. We're going to do that one day. One day. But yo, I was craving everything. I don't know if y'all ever had Hog Doss. When the homies came out here not too long ago, we all went to Hog Doss Beer Garden. And yo, they got some they got some good glizzies, no the homo. They got some they got some good glizzies. It was so good I had to go back. But it wasn't it wasn't the same as when I had it before. It wasn't cooked the same. Wasn't the same atmosphere, wasn't the same environment. Even though it was the same establishment, it just wasn't the same. And it was during that three day fast that nothing is the same as the first time. That's why the first time experiences are so important in life. These new moments in life, these new days, you know, they only come once. They only come once. And sometimes temptations can lead you to great opportunities. Like some people really come into this life as angels. And we may wonder why they die so young, but maybe their job in life was to put a couple together that actually establishes a union that actually grows and is able to find themselves and create the lives that they want. And to be able to be a walking example of what it is to be righteous. Temptation can really take us to new heights or it can take us to new lows. Sometimes it can make us not be aware of all the decisions Or all the repercussions that may come along with getting into a relationship with this person. Oftentimes if you date someone, marry someone, you are taking on their whole family. So do you want to get involved with what their family has going on? That's the real question. Any questions? Any questions? Yo, shout out Mr. Payne. He was my um, seventh grade history teacher. And I always loved how he said the word questions. You know, he had a southern accent, so he said, questions, any questions, any questions. always made me be like, man, why can't I have an accent? His class was pretty challenging though. Like it had you tempted to wanna quit, drop his class. The man had his stitching pillows. Never in my life did I ever think that I would be in class thinking I would have to do like a colonial history project and make something, handcraft something. But it was cool. It brought a lot out of me. Made me rise to the occasion be like, you know what? Not only am I going to sew these pillows, I'm going to put little Christmas trees in the pillows. I'm going to make a design out of the pillows because that's how hard I like to go. You know what I mean? Life thinking can just play with me. Thinking I'm just shut down. And this body, this human body, sometimes it can get overwhelmed with emotions. And it can, just like any processor, can shut down. So I can understand why people have mental breakdowns or have to go lay down for a week. Not talk to anybody. They're just figuring shit out. Just trying to process because this life can get overwhelming. Sometimes we forget what we signed up for, start drifting, start wandering, accepting temptation after temptation, not thinking things through. Next thing you know, you're staring death in the face. Then, right then in that moment, you start to reflect on all the choices that led you to this point. Neither you accept it or you're like, damn, I'm an idiot. I wish I had one more chance. And then destiny just unfolds right in front of you and you keep on going. No matter how righteous you try to live though, Mm -hmm. people are still going to view you as the devil. Man, look at Jesus Christ. The man said he was a son of God, performed miracles right in front of people's faces. Accused him of being a false false prophet. Said it was witchcraft. Hung him on the cross. symbolic because in uh, christian culture jesus christ is the lamb of god he was hung on the cross when we look at the temple it sees it connects to four Quadrants of the brain. North, south, east, west. There's a cross. The parallels, ladies and gentlemen, the parallels. For all the atheists who may be listening, you know, I can't help but bring religion into it because It's a part of life. I mean, every culture has it. I mean, it's, you go back, you go back, you go back. It's a culture, it's all it is. Even, what is it? I'm not familiar with the atheist culture. So is it called, is it atheism? It's atheism. I mean, that's a whole culture within itself. That's still the belief in something. But if if you believe something, that still leaves what you believe up to question. That's why usually all suffering comes from knowing. Because when we know something and we fail to do, We feel pitiful. We are full of pity and we want pity from others, but nobody gives a fuck. And it's only through our actions and what we do is how we pull ourselves up out of any pits. That's why the word self pity exists. But they viewed Jesus as the devil. And they killed that man. And then he did his thing, resurrected. And he let them know. And then they knew. They killed that man because he claimed to be God. But it was written. And if you think I'm capping. To all my Christian people who think I'm capping. Go to John 10. Chapters 31 through 38. Really read that verse. Jesus was preaching before they killed that man. And that's why when we deny ourselves, when we deny ourselves, we are denying God because we know that we are God. We are God's in training. And when we slip and fall, To the distractions that take away from the work that we could be putting in. In this life. We feel displeasure. We feel uneasy. And then we try to cope. In ways that are not conducive. To the only way that's going to get us out of that self-pity. And that is the work of God. We are all gods. We are all unique, though. We are all different. Yet we are all made in God's image. Therefore, the godly work that I do is going to be way different from the godly work that you do. But we're still both doing God's work. That's mind blowing, but also the truth, especially since we're all sharing this godly consciousness, and we all have the arm, head, arm. Leg, leg. Allah. Muslims know what I'm talking about. Life. Don't be afraid to do your work. Like if you are here to share your story, be a walking testimony, do that. Be that. Embody that. It's your life. If you're here to heal others holistically or traditionally through nursing, do that. Don't fall victim to the war within. You know, sometimes we can be overwhelmed by the doubt that creeps in, the anxiety that starts to build up. But don't get confused because being nervous serves its purpose. There's a certain excitement when it comes to being nervous. Like when you see your best friend when you haven't seen them in such a long time, but you already know it's about to be lit. But you're still nervous because you don't know, you know, things could change. But it can change in a good way. But there's a nervous excitement. And some people get that confused with anxiety because they start thinking of all the things that could go wrong and they start putting their focus and energy on that and then if they go through with that it has more of a possibility to happen if they're that much afraid of it and then if they do pull back and go home They start feeling, oh, man, maybe I made the wrong decision. We don't know, though. We don't know, though. But there's people out here really afraid to wake up because they don't know what the day is going to bring. And then there's some people out here who are excited to wake up because they know they're going to will their life into existence. Even if it is waking up to go get that Popeye's chicken sandwich. Or if it is waking up to go run next to Lake Michigan. Temptation drives us, but it can also be the end of us. Life can get you to turn on yourself. And as soon as you do that, as soon as you give your soul away, you've lost your ways. It's over with. So let's be more aware of our desires and what desires are going to bring us the life that we want as we're creating because we are creators and we're all creating with each other, creating with the almighty. That's all the time that we have here for the What Is Life podcast. As always, it is your boy, your host, Sensei Speeds in the building. Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself. You made it this far. You are a special soul, a true visionary. And I couldn't have done this. I could not have done this and made it this far without you. Episode 30, you know, I turned 30 this year, and I'm excited. I'm excited to be able to say I completed my 20s. The 20s is tough, it's a turbulent time. It's a lot of changes because you really have to put away childish things, childish thoughts, childish ways and when you first start living on your own, like completely on your own, like no roommate, none of that shit. You start doing little kid shit, <laughs> Ain't buying unnecessary shit because you you got it. You start, you know, spending a ridiculous amount of time staying up late, even though you know, you got to get up early in the morning. You're eating junk food, just whatever. You letting your laundry pile up because, you know, it's just you. Who cares? Then it just gets to a point like, ah, man, you know, this shit's old. Just clean up your act. And you start being more mature about things, but still having that childlike kindred spirit. And I think that's important. I think that's important. To have that balance going into your 30s. Because it just makes life more relaxing. Like I said, 20s is a turbulent time. You're still trying to find out what life is, who you are. Relationships kind of lifestyle you want, truly want, sacrifices, is it worth it? Even though we all know it's going to work out, but sometimes in the moment, we lose awareness, we lose, we lose foresight because we truly don't know what our last day is. That's why it's important to take advantage of these days. And don't be afraid of the new because newness happens every single day. Life, (laughs) it's amazing. Stay tuned for episode 31. It's getting spooky and also a love so blind. If you haven't gotten your purchase yet, go to Google right now. You know, Valentine's Day is coming up. Don't get caught slipping, don't get played, but also use love to your advantage. It's power, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most powerful energies in the entire universe. So I'm just giving you something to add to your universe. All right, y'all. Stay tuned for episode 31.